Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Steven Talks Podcast. I'm your host, Steven. Man, we're back with another episode. The first episode um, of 2020. The first podcast of 2020, I should say, as well. And we're doing it with style. We're doing it with style. We're doing it with Monday Night Raw. Um, we're going to be talking about Raw this week. Raw last week. Raw this week. Um, and then, obviously, we all know NXT. If you if you live in the UK, it was a big week going into to last week. It was it was a huge, huge um, announcements from BT Sports. So if you live in the UK, you know that last year was the last year of of Sky hosting and um, WWE. Which is sad, because it was being on WWE for 30 years. Like, 30 years. That, that's crazy to think for 30 years it was on there, on Sky. Um, for 30 years, and then it's gone over to BT. Now, BT have basically everything. They're basically everything now. So, Sky at the point, they'll still have the football, but it's crazy. Then, last week... Just before I think it was New Year's Eve, I think it might have been, where they announced that NXT UK and NXT will be well, NXT UK will be li- like won't be live because that's not live every week anyway. That's that's far from being live anyway. Um, that that's not even live. But NXT like the US brand. Is live every Wednesday night at 1 a.m., which is a huge deal because over here, over here, we didn't get it. We didn't get it. We had to either wait in the next day for it to go on, but then we'd know the results. Um, we would know the results and and stuff. So I was quite happy. I I was quite happy. Um, that. That it was on um, at a different a different time. I think if I remember correctly, it's still I think NXT UK is still going to be on the network at eight p.m. I think on Thursdays. I know it went to Fridays. Um, I know it went to Fridays, but now I think it's gone back to Thursday, so it will be on the network anyway. Um, for the people who want to watch it, so it will be on on the network anyway. If you can't watch it. Which is a good thing, I think. Person, it's a massive, massive deal for for WWE, and it's a massive deal for 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 um, BT. The one thing that annoys me, though, and the one thing that annoys me is in the UK, AEW, and I'm going to bring AEW on this one. AEW said that the UK was their biggest branding, the UK was their biggest prof, were going to be the biggest things, so they put it on ITV. Now. They put it on ITV4, but it's a few days after. Now, you can pay $4.99 for it on the Fight Network, which, all right, fair enough. I don't mind that. I'm not paying $4.99 for a show. Like, I'm not paying $4.99 for a show. Whereas, BT was like, well, we want the full package. We want the pay-per-views. We want, um, you know, we want the pay-per-views. We want Raw. We want SmackDown. We'll have our own little niche shows as well. Like, there was that um, no-filter um, thing where they went around with certain people in the UK. I think they're going to do their own little branding shows, which is pretty cool. Um, and then they were like, you know what? We're going to give you a new year thing. We're going to give you a new year. NXT. NXT Live. You're like, what? That's amazing. That is amazing. It's amazing. Okay, for the price, if you want a monthly, it's twenty five quid. That's that's ex- that's expensive. Um, that is expensive. Twenty five quid. As expensive if you just want to watch wrestling. Because for four months, that's a hundred pound. For four months, that's a hundred pound. So, for twelve months, that's that's a lot of money. That's like three four hundred quid. You know, I think it's a hundred. 200 which is another 4 that's 8 12 300 quid 300 quid that's that's expensive so I get that I, I do I get that not many people will pay 
and stuff like that. Um, I know BT will probably be going into the sky thing, whatever. Anyway, that's no, we're not talking about that, but I was just talking because I think it's it's an amazing, amazing opposition about what we are seeing and what we have done. It is pretty awesome for it, and I, and I like, it's, it is an amazing, amazing ma- a deal for WWE and for UK fans. So, let's get into the first Monday Night Raw of 2020. Let's do it, guys. Let's get into it. So, we all knew it was going to start with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Now, a lot of people are going to hate me for this, and, and I understand it. But I love when Brock Lesnar disappears for a couple of months and comes back. I love it. I wish he came back every month. You know, disappears, comes back, you know, whatever. But... It brings legitimacy back to the world title because I don't mind the world title not being defended every month. I don't. I don't mind that. And the reason why I don't mind that, and people will be like, but the world title needs to be defended every month. Yes, it kind of does in a way. It kind of does in a way. Um, But the Fiend didn't defend the world, didn't defend his title at TLC. Last time he defended it was at um, was at Survivor Series. Whether he then will defend it at the Royal Rumble, I have a feeling I think he might, but it'll be as the Fiend. But um, anyway, but I think Brock Lesnar, he's one of those guys. And you think about it, the UFC never had their world title defended every month. Um, it was every few months or every you know, few few times. It was only a certain amount of times. It's like the world titles defended the, the, the in boxing the world titles defended maybe two, maybe three times a year. If that. You know, if that. So why should WWE defend like why are they not getting slated for it? Do you know what I mean? And and stuff like that. Um so I like it when he's there back. And Okay, he doesn't defend the title of the Royal Rumble because he has entered the Royal Rumble match. He's entering the number one. I didn't understand the whole um, it'll be the first time ever when someone's entering first because um, it has been done before with Shawn Michaels and the guy I do not want to say, which I don't give a shit, but I don't care. Um, unless they mean... Because you're going against Brock. You know, you're Brock. So he was like, well, you'll have fantasy matches in the Royal Rumble. So I hope it's not squash matches. Um, But as we all kind of know, he likes to beat people up. So, you know, if a big guy starts off with him, it will be a back and forth match type situation. And more people will come into the match. And if Brock decides to eliminate these people, fair enough. Um, Fair enough. It will be interesting, though. For me personally. If. If. Brock. And Matt Riddle face each other. Because I am sick and tired of thinking people. People would like to see that match. Because I have a feeling. And I am going to tell you full on. Matt Riddle gets ass out of the tomb. Whether it's against Brock. Or whether it's against. Um, Goldberg. If those two are in the match. At the same time as him. He did. He gonna, he, y'all gonna have to run. Because he did. Right? He did. He gonna have to run. He gonna have to run a while. He gonna have to run him out. And he gonna have to hide. He's gonna have to go away. He's gonna go. She. I fucked up. I fucked up and I fucked up bad. Right? Because he's gonna get his ass motherfucking handed to him. And I guarantee that's probably what's gonna happen. He's gonna get his ass handed to him. Simple ass. Done deal. Brocky. Brocky's in the Royal Rumble. I'm happy man. It's pretty cool because people wanted him to defend the title. People wanted him to have the title taken off him. Do you know what? I don't give a shit. The world title, the world title, if you remember the first couple of years the Royal Rumble was about, the world title was always in the Rumble. The world champion was always in the Rumble. Hulk Hogan was in the Royal Rumble match for the first couple of years. Then people realized that maybe the winner of the Royal Rumble should go on and face Thingy. 
face Hulk Hogan, face the winner of the Royal Rumble. So that's what happened. That is what happened. You know? You know? Like, it happens. It happens, really, to be quite fair. People will be like, well, he's taking a number from someone. So what? So what? You know, I don't think he's going to be around much longer. And even if he is, he's only going to take one. He's not even hardly ever there. So is he taken away from that? No, he's not. He's not. You know, he's not. He's not. Simple as. Um, so yeah, that was the first segment of the night. Obviously, then we go to Ray. Ray is backstage speaking in Spanish. He then gets interviewed. Ray obviously thanks his son, which for me, I think he will retire at Mania, and I think he will pass the, the torch on to his son. Um, I think. If he's in the Rumble, I think this is where... I think if Ray is in the Rumble, I don't think it's Andrade who's going to eliminate him. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Dominic who will eliminate Ray. And they'll be like, what the hell happened, man? Why why eliminate me? And it's like, well, you know, I'm in the Rumble, Dad. You're in the Rumble. That's what's going to happen. He's going to go, all right, then. And then Dominic's going to turn on his dad, you know, at some point leading into WrestleMania. They're going to have a match, and Ray is going to take his mask off and pretty much hand it to his son. I think that's what's going to happen. Whether his son will wrestle in a mask, it differs. But, you know, I think it's possible. Um, it is possible for it to happen, and it is very possible. I think it's, it's it wouldn't be a good match. I, I'm not saying that it will be. But we all know Ray obviously went back to WWE because of his son, um, because of Dominic. Um... So I'm f- kind of 50-50. I would like... I do feel like the match is going to happen between him and his son at Mania. And that's when he's going to run away. It's when Ray's going to retire. He'll get inducted into the Hall of Fame next year. Simple as. People will say if he does retire, he'll go to AEW. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I know there's rumors of um, Matt Hardy going to AEW. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of every wrestler getting linked with AEW. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. There is other promotions out there. There's TNA. There's Well, there's Impact. There's NWA. There's Ring of Honor. That's still around. There is other promotions. I'm sick and tired of... Every single motherfucker, every single wrestler who's unhappy will go to AEW. There's New Japan as well. They could go to New Japan. Matt Hardy probably wouldn't suit New Japan, but there is New Japan. My buckles are so many other promotions instead of AEW. I'm not an AEW hater, but come on. There's other promotions, man. AEW is not the all-end be-all. They are will basically become the TNA if they start hiring old WWE guys, right? Old ex-WWE guys. They will become that. I don't want that. I want them to say what they're going to say, and that is bring in new talent from the indies. Bring up talent from the indies. That's what I like. Anyway, we get into the match with Andrade and Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. Man, this match never disappoints. But then again, Andrade is one hell of a talent. Andrade is one hell of a talent. So is Ray. It's weird because when Ray came back, he wasn't one hundred like he wasn't there, one hundred percent. He was he was a bit dingy. But since he's been in a feud with Andrade, he's, he's had some couple of matches with other people as well. I think he's found his stride again in WWE. Um, he has found his stride in WWE again, and I think he's picking up his pace again. He is old. He is getting on a bit. He's always said that. He's old. He's, he can't carry on. Um, he can't carry on. 
Um, I I could watch these two guys wrestle all year long. That's how good they are. Um, they are just phenomenal. Like they are phenomenal at best. Um, who? I think obviously we all know who's going to basically win the feud. We all know that. We all know Adrade is going to come out on top because. Ray's not one of those guys who will be like, well, you know what, I'm, an, I'm a legend, I'm a veteran, I'm going to win titles. No. Um, I like how he will be like, you know what, here's what I think. Um, and I know Adrade, I know Adrade would probably be like, because at one point, even after the match, after the match, um, even after the match, when when Adrade took the mask off, he was probably gone to raise like, "Whoa, raise this!" Because obviously he's Mexican. Like he 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 he's obviously, um, I think he's a Mexican descent, isn't he? So he knows what the the mask means to people, um, and means to Mexico. So he probably gone to raise like, "Look, I know what it means. Are you sure? Like we can do this?" Blah blah blah. Because obviously a lot of people know you you. It's a disrespect thing. You rip the mask off. It's a disrespect thing. Like it, it really is. Um, I know Kevin Ash beat Rain, took his mask, um, which Kevin Ash is a dick anyway. So you know that he's probably going to do that anyway. He was, he was, that was probably in his contract that he was going to do something because he, you know, whatever. But the, the match was fantastic. Like the match was fantastic. The one thing that I found really strange, I found really, really strange, was the ending, was the last couple of minutes of the match, because what happened was, was Adrade had Ray on his shoulders, and he flipped them back where Vega was, Zelina Vega, so he had that thingy, and then Adrade knocked him into the, into the, into the, to the steps, put him into the ring, try to do the his finisher. I'm not one hundred percent cannot tell you what it's called to, to tell you the truth. The ref then goes na 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 mate nah no 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 tells Ray to go out of the ring. Adrade rolls out the ring. The ref pulls him back in. Goes look well chill the f out people calm down and you know whatever and it happens. So I didn't understand the whole situation. I I still don't. If I'm if I'm gonna be honest with you, I still don't to this to this day. I still don't know what the hell's going on. But um, yeah, I'm not gonna tell you that I know one hundred percent what the hell's going on because I don't. I have not got a clue what is going on. Um, to tell you the truth, I really don't. Um, with it. So where are we up? So yeah. I, I, it was a mind-boggling situation for me personally to to see what was going on, really. Um, so yeah, so we we go backstage, and Owens and Joe are being interviewed. Blah blah blah. They say, "Well, there's the three of them. There's two of us. We have a partner." Joe says, "We have a partner. We we know someone." Joe's like, "I've got it all covered. I've got someone. Don't worry." And Owens is like, well, "Who's we got?" Um, you know, who have we got? And Joe's like, nah, don't worry. Charlie's like, I want to know who you got. Like, let me know. Who have you got? We got. I love Charlie. Like, Charlie is the best. I love her. She's amazing. Pure amazing. Anyway, now let's get into the... So that was that. That was the backstage segment. Then we have the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. is on the line. Triple Threat. Between the Street Profits, OC, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows versus the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders. Now, the Viking Raiders could do some shit for being heavy men, for being strong, for being built the way they are. Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, I'm not really a fan of those. Boldy Loxes, that's where I call them, the Boldy Loxes. They are Boldy Loxes, that's where I call them. Um, they have talent, they have, I just not. I'm not a fan of theirs, to be quite fair. They have talent. I'm not going to dispute that. They have talent. 
but I just I don't I ha I can't connect with them as a tag team. If I'm gonna be honest with you, I just can't connect with them. Really. And the Street Profits, I don't really see much of them. They are talented guys. Like they could wrestle, so I'm not they can't wrestle. And Montez Ford is is pretty cool. And then Dawkins um is also pretty cool as well. So the Street Profits. The Viking Raiders I they're kind of like the OC for me. They're kind of like the um, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson situation for me. Is I just can't connect with them as a tag team. They they are good good wrestlers as well. They're, they're they are really good and what they can do is pretty pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like I said, I just I just cannot connect with the with the um, Viking Raiders for whatever reason. I don't know why, and I I don't know don't really know why. Um. I don't, and, and it's sad because I think the Viking Raiders could potentially be a really, really good tag team. Um, the OC or Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, yet again, could be a fantastic, fantastic Dabby Dozy um, thingy. But, you know, considering they're the best tag team in the world, they're really not. Like, they're really not. They're a semi good. No, they're a good damn tag team, but they're not the best tag team in the world. Like, no way. Like, they're not. Screw that shit. They're not. Um, but yeah, the Viking Raiders pick up the win and, you know, thingy. We then go backstage and Kevin finds out who the mystery partner is. And Charlie's like, because she went to, she went to, um, Samoa Joe and was like, look, Samoa, I'm, I'm really curious who the, your, um, uh, who your mystery partner is. And then Kevin comes in and is like, look, man, I need to know. I've pissed off a lot of people. In this company. So. I need to know. Basically. I need to know. And um, he was like. Alright then. I'll show you who he is. Um, so they, they follow. They goes. And then he obviously goes to. An outbreak. Comes back. And Kevin Owens is like. Alright then. I can deal with that. Charlie's like. Well who is it? Like who is it? And I'm like. Come on. Tell Charlie who he is man. Come on. Just tell her. I'd love to have seen it. Um, her her reaction. I think she might have posted it on Instagram or wherever, but it would have been interesting because I would love to have seen her reaction. Uh, I would love to have seen her reaction. I need, I want to apologize. My dog keeps barking. If you can hear it, I want to apologize. If you can, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that you can. It is pretty cool. Anyway, when I have another segment. Um, where Becky comes out, she says she is doubting herself, and I think this is what I got from it. She's doubting herself whether she could defeat Oscar because um, she hasn't beaten Oscar ever. She's never beaten Oscar. They go back to the Royal Rumble last year where Oscar was the spect. It's literally tides have changed this year. Is where um, Oscar is a tag champ, not the women's champ, but the women's tag champ, and she's still she's facing Becky. I think Becky will probably get her win at the Royal Rumble. That's what I think. It's personally what I think. I know a lot of people are like, but we kind of want Yoshirai. Not Yoshirai. She's the one that's unhappy and thingy. Um, Kairi Sane. Even though Yoshirai would be pretty cool to come up to the main roster and challenge Oscar, which would be pretty cool. Um, you know, You know, stuff like that. Who knows? Um, but yeah, do I think who, who? Yeah, I think Becky will probably win at the Royal Rumble. I'm gonna when the Royal Rumble card actually comes out and the full card comes out before the pay per view. I will talk about the matches there. There. Um, but um, yeah. Um, Oscar then comes out, starts saying stuff in Japanese, which. I didn't understand what the hell she was saying because she's obviously it's Japanese. I've never learned learned Japanese or Mandarin, whatever it is, over there. Um, I've never really learned it, so I'm not gonna thingy people. This is the thing, though. People are saying that WWE are racist. I don't honestly get it. To be quite fair, I don't. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Um, I, I don't. Um, 
But then Becky hits Asuka. Asuka's in the ring. She tries to start saying something. Becky hits her and then walks out the ring. The thing is, I I like the Kabuki Warriors as a heel. I think it's pretty cool. Do I think they are better as faces? No, not really. And people, I think that's why people think they're WWE's racist because they're foreign. They have to be heels. Sometimes, just sometimes, you can test them out as faces, and they have both been faces. For me, it doesn't work. I've seen Asuka's work in Japan, where she's a heel. She's a fucking good heel, to be quite fair. To be fair with you, she's a good heel. She's a fantastic heel. Like Jericho, to be honest, he is good as a face, but is better as a heel. Orton, he can do both, but he's better as a heel. Edge, he can do both, but better as a heel. Cena, we've never really seen Cena as a heel, but he's he probably would be better as a face, even though he's done heelish stuff as a face. You know, Kobe Kingston is a is a is a prime example. They had him as a heel in the New Day. Had all three of those guys as heels in the New Day, but was better as faces. That is what I'm getting at. Some people are better as faces and some people are better at heels. Some people could do both. You know, some people are both. Um You know, some people can have them as both, which is pretty cool. But otherwise, not. Otherwise, they're one or the other, really, to be quite fair. Um, I think we go to commercial then. I think. I'm not too sure. But then we have uh, Mojo. He's backstage, sees Eric Rowan. He goes up to him and goes, hey, can I see what's in the cage? And Eric Rowan's like, yeah, why not? So he looks and he gets fucking scared. He just backs up. He gets scared. I am very curious at what is in that cage. Like it's so amazing what's in that cage. Andrade then gets interviewed and then Ray attacks Andrade. Andrade. Andrade? Andrade, yeah. Andrade. 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 Whatever. I'm messing up now. I don't understand why. Which is weird because Selena's like, oh my god, Ray, stop. Like, oh my gosh, stop, Ray. Like, what are you doing, Ray? Like, please just stop. That's my weird impression of Selena. I love Selena. I think she's amazing. Like, amazing. I think she, she's a good wrestler as well, to be quite fair. She's a, a really good wrestler as well. Um, But, yeah. Um, Took a few people realized to stop, which is weird. Um... Then we have Eric Rowan. He comes out for his match. He gets another local wrestler. A lot of people are like, why are we doing squash matches? He's a monster. Think about it. Think about it. Right? I do like these squash matches. Rowan obviously is trying to force his opponent to see what's in the cage. Because that's what his opponents have been doing. They're trying to peek him. Um, it was a good match. I'm gonna lie. It was a it was a pretty pretty good match. Um it was a, a pretty pretty good match to say the least. No, I'm kidding, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a good match, man. I just I tried I tried to be serious, man. I, I really did. I tried to be serious. But I just couldn't. It was horrible, man. It's a it's a squash fight. It's an, it's a squash match. It's never gonna be good. It's a squash fight. That that's all it is. Um, it's a squash match, and that's what happened. Squash match, done, diddly squat. Um. So yeah, he sees what's, and then just for like he wins, he picks up, he drags his opponent, puts his face into the cage, and leaves really, really red faced. Runs away red faced. I am very curious what's in this cage, and like I said before, I am intrigued. What is in the cage? Does anybody know? Will we find out? That is the problem. And when will we find out? Is it like just like is it just some weird ass spray thing? I don't know. But um, will we find out? Who knows? That will be next. 
That'll be on the episode of next week. Nah, I don't. I don't really know. Um, to tell you the truth, where are we now? We are up to the AJ Styles match. Okay, man, AJ Styles versus Akira. 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 Tozawa. Let's just call him Tozawa. Because I can actually say that name, Tozawa. I can't say Akira, Akira. I don't know. Let's just say Tozawa. I can pronounce that name. So, it was another squash match, to, to be quite honest. Tozawa, I don't think he even got an offense in, to, to be honest with you. Um, Which was a shame, to, to be honest with you, because I think Tozawa is a, a really good wrestler. Hasn't had the mindset to, to do anything really um uh, all right so it is like we're gonna do this that is the weirdest shit i've ever said in my entire life weird shit but so aj has been provoked around you and we are getting the match again for next week on raw the problem is, people are saying, well, AJ won't at Mania, which I think is going to happen at Mania, and I kind of see why it's going to happen at Mania. Uh, I think there's going to be some sort of interference next week on Raw to, to then lead it to somewhere. I think also Orton will eliminate AJ, or AJ will eliminate Orton in the Rumble. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, and Orton and AJ will fight again at WrestleMania. And... I get that. I understand that because of the way last year's Mania was. Not many people got to see it unless it was in the network. Unless also you were basically front row and didn't have a fucking light shining in your face. Basically. Um. So that kind of is why I think they're going with the AJ or a match. But it, like in this match though, AJ... Start to use Orton's moves. He started with a DDT, uh, whatever it's called. I think it's just a DDT, isn't it? And then I think he was thinking of going for the um, Styles Clash because he didn't think about doing the Styles Clash at first before he did the DDT, um, and then did the RKO basically as his, as his finisher. To end the match. Um, and obviously he picks up the win. Um, whatever really. <laughs> to say the least. I, I am mind boggled. To tell you the truth. Like so mind boggled. To tell you the truth. About that. Like it was pretty cool. Um, it will be pretty cool if, AJ, if Orton does the Styles Clash. And the phenomenal forearm that would be pretty cool. Um, that that would be pretty cool, um, to say the least. Maria AJ picks up the win. Where are like AJ picks up the win? It's amazing to see that AJ picks up wins. It's it's pretty cool to say the least. Um, where are we up to now? Okay, okay, we're up to this storyline that people don't that people hate but love to watch it crazy the storyline is we have but first off right after the match prior to after the match of AJ um the guy who was the pastor of last week rolled into the ring the security was there like poof and took him down and I was like, what? Like, what the fuck's going on? I think everyone was as well. Was like, what the fuck? What's going on? Because it, it's weird though. Why would... You think if it was a fan thing, you would run in when the rest was there. You wouldn't run in when no one was there. Like, and, and fair play. But apparently it was meant to happen, but the security didn't know. What was going on? It was a miscommunications. Apparently, that was what was said. Um, what I can say was pretty mind-boggling, to say the least. 
um, to say the least. To say the least. Um, but yeah. Anyway, we have Bobby Lashley and Lana. Lana, come out. Lana gets on the mic as she always does and says look last week bad horrible people start saying that the people don't like she was basically saying the people don't like the storyline they are trying to break the fourth wall here um, and you know what I like it I like it and people are like you're crazy man no I like it and I like it for two reasons a, because it means we're getting to see something different. B, it's kind of like the fucking attitude error, but people want the attitude error where they get something similar to the attitude error. They don't like it. You know? You know? Um, mind boggles me. But, I will say this though. The, the whole Lana, Rusev, Bobby, now Liv, Morgan, Fucking weird but strange and I love it like it's probably the most viewed I'm actually gonna f- see where it's where it's viewed on YouTube right now right now as I am recording this podcast what is it viewed as like I'm I'm very curious people were like you're crazy man I maybe am crazy but I am very very curious at the situ- situation what are we up to so um. Okay, so we've got five hundred and twenty-six thousand people watched it. Rusev presents. Is that that one, or do we not have one more? No. So it's the highest. You got the Brock Lesnar one, which was four hundred and sixteen thousand, which is the next highest. Actually, no. No. Okay, 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 okay. So, the highest viewed YouTube channel of this week so far, Monday Night Raw, is Big Show, Kevin Owens, and Samoa Joe versus... I just gave that away, didn't I? Oh, well, you probably all know anyway. No, it's not. Oh, I'm confused. So, it's not the highest one as of yet. Not the highest one as of yet. It's the third highest. But anyway. Um, I think people are getting bored of um, Becky. Really. It still gets higher views though. So it's, it's pretty, pretty intense. I may add. Um, it's still getting high views. To be quite honest with you, still getting high views, which it's working, then, isn't it? It's working. People don't realize that, but it's working. People watch it. Um. So yeah, but um. Look, they announced the pastor announced that they're married. Blah blah blah. The whole storyline is a weird and a wonderful, weird and wonderful. That's why I'm gonna say it's weird and wonderful. Um. Yeah, it's weird and wonderful. Totally. Um, but yeah, and then Rusev comes up onto the board. And obviously comes up on the board and, and on the screen. And was like, ah, Rusev, Lana. It's, Ron, it's Rusev from Lana Day. Lana Day. Lana Day? No, not Lana Day. Rusev Day. Not Lana Day. I don't think that exists anymore, Lana Day. Lana's the best. Lana's number one. Or is it Lana's number one? Lana's the best. I can't remember the song. But Lana was over at one point when she she's not over anymore. It's like fickle fans, they change very quickly. Because you're a heel, you're meant to boo heels, apparently. I've never once booed a heel. Never in my wildest dreams have I ever booed a heel. People are like, oh man, you're very boring. Why well, you never boo heels? Because I don't want to, that's why. People are like, you have to. It's like, you have to. You have to boo heels. Heels are meant to be booed. 
It's like, nah, man, I'll be whoever I fucking want to be. Right? But anyway, Rusev is on the... Tiger Trump. And he's like, I'm on the honeymoon. We all know it's a fucking green screen, Rusev. We all know that. Stop lying to us, Rusev. I like you, Ruru, but stop lying to us, Rusev, right? Stop lying. I don't need to lie. And he's like, well, I got a present for you. Got a big present for you. And he shows them a wedding photo of everything that happened last week as a wedding. And Rusev and Liv standing tall once again. And I'm like, Rusev, I love you, man, Ruru. Keep kicking ass, Ruru. Keep kicking ass. No, I like Ru- I like um, Rusev. I think Rusev is is pretty cool. Um, maybe he should have been a world champion by now. But sometimes the best wrestlers aren't champions. World champions, especially in the big companies, anyway. Do you know? Proves a point. But then Bobby's like, because. <laughs> <coughs> Lana starts talking and Bobby's like, you know, look, bitch, you need to shut the fuck up, right? Because you're going to do my head now, right? Basically, he's like, nah, shut up. He's like, just shut up, right? He's like, you fucking do my head man, right? Seriously, why why, why are you constantly, like, do my head Like, seriously, stop constantly doing my head Like, it's, it's not cool. Like, stop it, man. Stop it. Just not, it's not cool. It's not cool, right? Just stop. Stop being a bitch. And then, so that happens. But then, Ruru, or not Ruru. Bobby challenges Brusef. Why? Why, man? Why? Why? They don't like it. No, I'm kidding. I love it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty, pretty cool. So then we have Liv Morgan. The, it was basically this is this is the thing I found out it was basically Charlie interviewing our truth. Liv comes out um, and says, "Look, look, I think we all know what's gonna happen, right?" And our <laughs> truth, right? I love our truth, and I think he's amazing. Um, he's amazing because he was like, "Okay, right? I don't know." Kind of like everything that that um, Liv was was trying to say, um, but Liv is going to be in Rusev's corner. Rusev, obviously, Lana is going to be in Bobby's corner, like Bobby, Bobby, like fun Bobby, but he's not fun. You know, he's not fun Bobby. He's like, he's he's like. Um, obviously, if you've ever seen Friends, you would you would know. Fun Bobby was never fun. Bobby was always fun when he was drunk. That's why he was called Fun Bobby. Once he turned, once he came off the alcohol, he was no longer Fun Bobby. Like, he was no longer Fun Bobby. He was boring Bobby. This is Bobby Lashley, right? He's a beast. He's built like a brick, right? He is built like a monster. But he's just like, you know what? I'm in a storyline. I get to shag a blonde. I don't care. I don't care. I get a shag of blonde. It's fine. The story's cool. I do it. Rusev's like, you know what? Fuck you, bitch. Knock the shit out of you. Because he, he basically, Rusev was like, well, you're not getting fun Rusev day. You're getting the Bulgarian brute Rusev. And I was like, yeah, man. Kick ass, Rusev. Go, Rusev. I don't know how long the storyline's going to go for, but I want Rusev to win the storyline. That's how I think. Well, I think I think it's all a ploy. I think Lana will go back to Lucifer and go, ha, yeah, busted type situation. That's what I think is most likely. Most likely it's going to happen. You know, simples. Next, we have Charlotte versus Sarah Logan. Now, Sarah does not get a fucking entrance. Well, not on TV anyway. Obviously, she'll get an entrance, but not on TV. Because you can't just automatically appear in the ring. It's not like you click your fingers and the wrestler is in the ring. That's just weird. It'd be pretty cool, but it's just weird. It never happens. You know, someone gets an entrance. Someone's dong. Dong. I be dong, dong. 
comes out and goes, ah, badong. Pistol. Um, Sarah Logan attacks Charlotte before the match. It ended up in a brawl. Charlotte obviously stands tall as always because it's Charlotte. Oh man, I remember Ric Flair coming out in an interview. Um, or just coming out. I don't know if it's true or not. It probably is true. It's Ric Flair, but comes out and says, "But I don't like the way um, Charlotte's been booked." What? Charlotte's a ten-time women's champion, right? Ten-time. Women's champion in probably in in probably probably in a space of four years. Are you fucking kidding me? In a space of four years, she won ten titles. Four years. It took you fucking over a decade, maybe two decades, to win your seventh, your sixteenth, and you won more than that. But they're not acknowledged. Fucking hell, like, bloody hell, man, she's pushing the moon. I think she's talented. She's one of the best. But come on, Ricky. Stop being a div. Okay. We have Drew McIntyre versus Norway Jose. Basically, before the match, Drew attacks the conga line. Conga, conga, conga line, conga, conga. And that riles up Norway Jose. Then... No way Jose is like, you know what? And Drew's like, you know what? Fuck it. So he keeps attacking the uh, conga line. Which is funny. Um, And then he obviously picks up with the win with the clay, Clayboy kick or whatever it is. Playboy? Um, with his finisher. I know it, but I can't figure out what it says. But, so yeah, kicks him in the head, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, he gets on the mic and he's like... Hello. And he starts saying, look, I like Conga Lands. I don't like Conga Lands. And he was like, the hamburger or cheeseburger man, he looks kind of cool. So maybe I'm a bit sorry for that. And then he was like, would you want a Claymore kick? That's it, Claymore. I had it in my head somewhere, didn't we? We had it, man. We had it. It was pretty cool. Um, And then he gets, oh, no way, Jose, shoves him in the ring and goes, Claymore, hey. And he just kicks him in the head again. Pretty cool. I remember watching them live. I remember watching them live in a small arena. Um, not a small arena, but in a small space. And um, we were like pretty much me and my friend. We were high up in this building. Like it was a small building, so it was like you had like a a a towery type thing up, up in the top. Um. Then you had like a bar below, below it, and you had like fans and stuff below it. Yeah, like you had your seats below, um, below it and everything. And excuse me, it's like an old building, pretty much. Um, and I remember seeing them live, and I've seen a few people. I've seen two wrestling shows there live. Um. I've seen two wrestling shows there live. I didn't see the NXT UK there live. Um, which is pretty weird because where it is, where the building is, because it's the way the way the build where the building is, it's like you can't have your production truck on view. Because even if you do have your production truck on view, it's more likely to get robbed, to say the least. Like it's more likely to get robbed where it is. So I think they should have done it in like the Echo or whatever they do it there. I know it's a big, big arena and stuff, and, and NXT UK is small arenas, but it's weird because I we walked right. Me and my friend, the first time we were there, we walked right round, and we seen the entrance way, and we seen the ring and all that it was weird as shit. And it was like one of those like the heat, and like it was coldish. You know, one of those old buildings. It was pretty cool. But anyway, I'm going off tangent here. And I remember I said to my friend, because I heard the kick, and I said to my friend, bloody hell, like, you know, you, you heard the kick. Most times when you're in an arena, if you're far back, you don't tend to hear the kicks, you don't tend to hear the punches or whatever. And I was just like, holy shit, that, that's pretty, you know, because it was just like, 
that, but louder. And I was like, fucking hell, like, that's pretty intense. I said to him, I was like, I've never heard it up front, like, up close before. Um, that was, that was intense. That was intense. To say the least. But anyway, let's get on to as the other match. We are two matches away, and I'm already, I think, an hour into this part. Well, no, we're close. We are close to an hour. We are close to an hour. So where are we? We're okay. We're up here. So we have Alistair Black versus Sean Benjamin. Man, I feel sorry for Sean Benjamin because he came back and yeah, he came back. And I feel sorry for him. I do. I feel sorry for him because he came back and he was like, I'll right back. And people were like, nah, whatever. Pretty much. Um, so yeah, he came back. It wasn't... Look, the last two matches weren't all that good, to be quite fair. It... it, it I think they just did these matches for the sake of it, really, to be quite honest with you. Um, but Alistair Black picks up the win over um, Sean Benjamin. Um, with the Black Mask. There's not much I can say about it, really. Um, there's not much to say about it, if, if I'm going to be honest with you. Um, yeah, the only thing that I can really say about it is the fact that is the fact that Buddy Murphy comes comes out and attacks um, Alistair Black. That's the only thing I could really think about. It. Ultimately, that's the problem that I have. Is Alistair Black comes out. Well, attack Buddy Murphy comes out, and they're gonna have a match next week, which is a bonus, really, if you think about it. It's a massive bonus, um, to say the least. It's it's a huge, huge bonus, um, to say the least. If if I'm gonna be honest with you, it's a huge bonus, um, to say the least. That's that's all I can really say, um. That it's a huge, huge bonus. Um, so yeah, that happened. All right, man. We we get to the main event, man. And I'm gonna be honest with you. We had AOP and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins obviously gets on the mic and he starts saying it's the people's fault. The people chose this. I actually agree with him. I actually agree with him because he said, well, even if you wanted something, you aren't fucking happy, basically. Which is true. Which is very, very true. Because sooner or later, The Fiend will get booed. It's a new new thing. Sooner or later, The Fiend will get booed. Wrestling fans are very fickle. They want something. But they get it. And they boo people. Because this is the thing, though, right? This is the thing. Okay. Okay. They wanted Seth Rollins. When the Fiend comes out, they didn't want Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins wins. Seth Rollins gets booed. Seth Rollins has a bad couple of months. Seth Rollins loses the title to the Fiend. The Fiend moves to SmackDown. Fiend then goes against Daniel Bryan. Wins. The Fiend goes against. The Miz. Another Fiend, but Bray Wyatt. Wins. I'm going to be honest with you. The Fiend will get boring at some point, right? So I, I agree with, with Seth Rollins on that. Fans want something, they get something, but they don't like it. You know, when they get it. Because it's like, well, Vince is pushing people down our throats. No, he actually listens. When he listens, you don't like it. When you don't listen, when he doesn't listen to you, he gives you what he doesn't want, 
deep down you actually want it, you're too stubborn to actually admit, well actually no, Vince is actually pretty cool because it's a fucking cool thing to do to hate Vince. Bullshit, right? Bullshit. So I agree with Seth Rollins on that. Fans are very fickle. I, I, it's it's kind of why I kind of don't tweet as much on on Twitter or reply to people because I actually, you know, have some sense of fortune about wrestling. And you know, there was a <laughs> man talking about when Big Show came out. There was a tweet. There was a literal tweet about Big Show coming out. Okay, I probably won't be able to find it. I probably won't be able to find it. Um, I probably won't be able to find it. But um, um. But, someone, I'm not, I'm joking you, someone literally, <laughs> this, this man boggles me, right, went out and said, do you know what, why do people, like, Big Show should not have returned. Like he's fifty year old, whatever, right? It's it's a disgrace. If you like that, then you're not a wrestling fan, basically. They said that the Big Show hadn't been on TV or hadn't been on Raw. Well, TV, I would say, or Raw, because I think he was on SmackDown, wasn't he, last year? Was he? Oh, I can't remember. But he hadn't been on Raw for two years. For two years. And he barely, when he came back, if he did come back last year, which I really don't think he did. I can't really think if he did or if he didn't. Um, I, I, I just... Um... Just mind boggles me, right? Um, um, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say something. Um, yeah, and he's an AEW fan, he's like, everyone just watch AEW, you're like, you do realize when you pop for Dustin Rhodes, and you pop for your world champion, Chris Jericho, they're in their 50s, or close to their 50s, are you kidding? Big Show hasn't been around for years, right? I I popped, I already knew that Big Show was going to be around, because obviously I had checked on Twitter, which I really shouldn't have, I, I really shouldn't have checked it. Because it would have been a nice surprise. But it still was a nice surprise to think that he was even there. To even be there. I don't know if he'll be there again. And it was just a one-off. I know people... I know a lot of people were like, well, they could have at least... Um... I know at least... Um, you know, at least, um, you know, uh, man, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say here. Um, I forgot. I really forgot what I was trying to say. Oh, yeah. 
I remember now. I've been talking for over an hour, right? For close to an hour, and I keep forgetting what I'm saying. Could it have been someone up and coming? And you think a legend could help people? A legend could help people. And, and that's what I think. Big shows never want to 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 come in and and um, be one of those guys who who are a bitter bitter legend. I think he was willing to to say. I know he wanted to come back, but I think if 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 Vince and people were like, "Look, it's it's not your time anymore," I think he would have walked away. I think he would have retired. I don't think he'd be one of those guys who would go to AEW just for that last hoorah. I don't. Um, I don't because I think someone like the Big Show, you know, someone like the Big Show. And I seen the tweet as well, um, and this is going off topic for 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 many reasons from Raw. But someone put, well, what would happen sooner or later? Taker is going to leave. Cena's going to leave. Orton's going to leave. Something like well, Orton signed a five year multi year deal, a five year deal. He ain't leaving. He'll retire probably in 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 WWE. Um, Cena has always said that he would never leave WWE. I know he's gone on to do movies and stuff, but he will always be part of the WWE universe. I think every interview he does, I think he mentions WWE at some point. Taker, he's already ever came out and says, "Look, I could have jumped ships, but why would I?" When they said they couldn't do anything with me, you know. Why would I go and look? Vince gave me the opportunity, so I would I would die with this ship. He ain't gonna leave. He may not get on with Vince all the time. He, he may have some bad problems with Vince, but doesn't everyone really? To be quite fair, doesn't majority of people have bad problems? Anyway, what am I trying to? Oh yeah. Um. So let's get back to the match. Let's get back to the match for the last couple of minutes. Big Show did well. Big Show did all right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 100% sure if he did the best. But he did alright. He, he did alright. Um, he did alright. He did alright. The match was alright, to be quite fair. Then ended in DQ when um, the AOP... One of the AOPs... Um, attacked Big Show with a steel chair. And beat him down. That happened. And then it just ended. Like, the Raw just basically ended. It was That was it. For, for Raw... And do you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be brutally honest with you right now. And I will be honest. Like I'm not scared to not be honest, but I will be honest with you guys. I will be honest with you. This wasn't a good this was a decent raw. It was a it was a decent raw. It was it wasn't the best raw. But it wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. I think I think the problem is, look, when you get into the third hour, that's where you kind of need to realize, look, three hours is too long. That's when people's minds will start to dwindle away. And I'm lucky because I will I will never watch it live. I watch it the next day. So then when I do tend to come to my record, to, to, to record the podcast, um, it's fresh in my mind. But I will be typing it up anyway. So it's, it's not like thingy. But I don't think I can sit through three hours and not fast forward through the adverts um because i think that gets boring i think it gets repetitive as well and i think it's it's one of those situations where you can have that point across but you have to have it now in in retrospects and i think overall you can be better i think that's 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 an understatement i think you can be better but i also think you need to to understand that as a as a professional, you know, you need. I think Vince. I get why Vince Vince why Vince wants it to be three hours. I get that, but Vince, look, you need to cut it down to two hours. Fill out. They have so many ro- talent rosters. They have so many people, and it's crazy. You know, it, it's crazy. But who knows? Who knows, guys? Who knows? But yeah, it was a decent raw. It was a decent raw. I think the last two matches killed me off a bit. Um, killed me off a bit. Just I just couldn't fathom just sitting there for for two matches. I just couldn't. And I'm glad that's why they were kind of both shortish. 
matches because I just I don't think I could have sat through that two matches and just be like these are like 20 minutes long this is boring as fuck you know I think a three hour show yes you're gonna need squash matches because in those squash matches you can digest what's gone on in the first thing and stuff like that other than that I think you're screwed either way um so yeah you'll be screwed either way and yeah, I think that's that's the problem that we have with professional wrestling is that you know, is that simple as is that you know, is that um so yeah um Um, so that was Raw this past week. That that was Raw this past week, and, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Part, like I said, part of the last two matches. I, I didn't thoroughly, I didn't enjoy those two matches. Um, marked, I marked out when Big Show came out. Even though I knew he was coming out, still a mark out moment. You know, and I think that's the problem with, I need to stop going on to, to, to Twitter and to Facebook and stuff like that. Mainly Twitter and Instagram because I know what's going to happen. Um, so, I need to stop that until I watch the shows because it, I don't want to get into it and I will talk about um, something else. That is the next podcast though. After NXT though. So on Friday you will get another podcast um, on Friday. To be a podcast on Friday, and I want to talk everything that I have a feeling about on Friday. I'm going to do bullet points in in a, in a, a notebook anyway. Do some bullet points um, and stuff like that. I want to talk a lot about professional wrestling. I want to talk about my thoughts um, about stuff, about a lot of things. Um, and yeah, it's going to be just a sit-down talk. It's not going to be a review of anything. It's just going to be a sit-down talk. I sit down anyway. It's not like I stand up. Um, but it's going to be a straight-up talk about my feelings of professional wrestling, my feelings of social media, my feelings about a lot of things as well. So I will be putting a tweet out um, asking people to send in questions. It'll be a kind of Q&A type situation. Um, my first Q&A on the podcast. So yeah. Um, I hope you've enjoyed. If you did, give it a big thumb not even a thumbs up man it's not even on youtube anymore is it like i'm used to this being on youtube but it's not it's on um, anchor and spotify so yeah thanks for listening thank you for listening and hope you are all back for the next podcast peace out guys